یہ انٹرنیشنل گیم ہے اس میں دماغ سے کھیلا جاتا ہے غصے سے نہیں Hello everybody and welcome to episode 26 of Hoop Darshan. Hoop Darshan! Uh, how are you doing Karan? It's been, it's been a couple of weeks since we last spoke and it's, we've, we've crossed our, what do you call it, silver jubilee and I can't even be bothered as to who number, jersey number 26 is right now. There's no, there's no big number 26 for us to think about? I don't think so. Actually, I haven't, I haven't even bothered to look because I don't think people <laughs> wear it. If, if somebody wears number 26 out of choice then like... Something's up with them. <laughs> well, maybe th- maybe this episode is so good that it inspires a, a young kid to be the, the first number 26 superstar, you know? Yeah, That's what why, I'm hoping. why not? <laughs> maybe the first number 26 Indian superstar in the NBA. <laughs> we, we know you're listening, whoever, Player X. <laughs> exactly. And if you're not Player X, this is what you need to listen to. <laughs> the, the, this is your real basketball homework. Absolutely, absolutely. Now that we've gotten off to start on that really corny note. <laughs> um, so just to give a perspective to all of our listeners, um, as of recording, this is it is 7th of February 2016, which means we're only about a week away from the annual celebration uh, that is the All-Star Game in the NBA. So are you excited for that, Karan? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty hyped for All-Star Weekend. I, I was in... two minds uh, not my own minds to, to go to, to to go to toronto to watch it um, unfortunately it didn't work out but you know i will be watching it closely and i'm hoping it's um, you know it brings out the best of of that city of of like the, the canadian influx into uh, the nba which is just one city which has to represent all of canada so it'd right. be fun it'd be fun that they all When, when all these players they head off to Canada uh, next week and and uh, play in the All-Star Weekend. Yeah, that's right. I think there are a lot of events um, that, are, that are quite exciting, especially the All-Star game in itself. It's always like nobody plays defense anymore, but it's still it's still a spectacle in terms of like dunks and you always have these tiny little storylines. Like I'm really looking forward to Kobe going off in that game. So. <laughs> Hey, Kobe's been Kobe's been revving up the last few weeks. He's been playing better and better in preparation for the one game of the season that matters for him, the All-Star game. Exactly. It's it's the playoffs for him, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, before we get to the All-Star game and some talk about it, which, uh, spoiler alert, is what our episode is primarily going to be about, um, there are some rather, like, dampening news from uh, back home in 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 the Indian basketball scene. So, uh, Karan, why don't you tell us, tell our listeners what's going on with the, with, with South Asian Games, with the BFI, with the Indian Olympic Association and like two different national camps and zero teams and so on. Like, just what is going on? So, you just gave the 140 character Twitter version of the whole story perfectly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the, the boring dissertation version. The 10,000 uh, character tweet version. <laughs> Um, so, so I'll, I'll give you the, I'll give you the big Facebook uh, status update version that nobody bothers to read. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so the South Asian Games are going on, which basically is all us and our neighbors, so India, Afghanistan, Sri Lanka, Nepal, 
uh, Bhutan, all of these teams, they get together. It's, it should be every four years, but this is the first time it's happening in six years. Mm-hmm. Um, for basically the South Asian Olympics. And whoop-de-doo, guys, basketball is a part of it. You know, we uh, we are hosting the, the, the South Asian Games in India. It's in the Northeast for the first time. It's in uh, Gangtok and I think Shillong. Mm-hmm. Um India, we actually got a silver medal six years ago. We lost in the final to Afghanistan. Oh, my Africa. God. We're, we're completely shocked by Afghanistan, by their athleticism. Um, but that said, you know, we were we, we, we were going to be back here for revenge, except we have been defeated by ourselves, as always. Um, classic. The, classic India. Classic India basketball. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, as you guys may already know, India has two factions fighting against each other of who should be the BFI, uh, the Basketball Federation of India. The one faction running it didn't actually make a team for this tournament, uh, whereas the Indian Olympic Association, who are organizing the South Asian Games, called the camp of India's best players with, uh, uh, without, the, without the okay from the BFI. So now the BFI complained about this camp. And, and FIBA, which is the International Basketball Association, who supports BFI, uh, just went out on a limb and told all the other teams in South Asia not to show up and not to play basketball at this tournament at all. So the the South Asian Games tipped off a few days ago and the basketball tournament is gonna is supposed to tip off on the 11th of Feb. Uh, I think by the time we listen to this, we'll, we may have more clarity on whether or not it's happening. But it now seems unlikely if... Uh, basketball will be played in the South Asian Games at all. So, so six years ago we got an L to Afghanistan. Uh, in 2016, we're giving ourselves a big, big L. Oh, it's just terrible. It's it's not bad enough that we let our own players like not play basketball. We have to let the rest of the countries also not play basketball. It's it's insane. Uh, it it's horrible. It's and and no one thinks about the players themselves. You know, I read this. Uh, really annoying article not annoying because of the writer the writer did a great job I mean annoying as in it annoyed my heart mm-hmm. on Sports Star about how our top players like Vishesh and Gina who are you know if either the top or the top three players in both the men and women teams mm-hmm. were in a limbo they were they were in a train and they're receiving a message to take a train somewhere else and it's you know they didn't know what they want they were going to do they were being told to come to Delhi for a camp mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the BFI is telling them that you do so at your own risk. You know, it's like an ominous thing. Yeah. So it's they just want to play. They just want to play ball. This is what they're here to do. And let's just stop messing with. Let's just stop messing with the players and the fans. And there's here's here's the thing that probably annoys me the most that the people at the top making decisions. Mm-hmm. I don't think they even like basketball. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. I don't think I don't think they give a shit about basketball. I think they're just. You know, it, it's it's another check mark in their political ladder up to the top. Exactly, so. that's all it is. It's all driven by their own motives, and uh, yeah, I don't think we should make uh, make this podcast take in that direction. But we unfortunately have one more stop to to talk about before we get to the happy times. Uh, what, what's <laughs> what's happening in the FIBA Asia meeting? Uh, and with, I believe there's a new calendar of events as well. Yeah, so so FIBA met in New Delhi actually, and this is where they made that big decision to you know to send a letter out to all South Asian teams. Mm-hmm. But in other news, they, they there's been a change in the FIBA Asia calendar. Koshik, you and I follow the FIBA Asia events pretty closely. Like you know, so far more than normal people should. Far more than normal people. It's it's us and the Filipinos. That's, that's it. exactly. What it is. <laughs> yeah. Did you read my tweet about the 
the Filipino jersey. I did. You saw somebody in Australia yes. right, wearing a Filipino jersey. Yeah, Amazing. That guy was thrilled <laughs> that I recognized it. <laughs> you must have gotten awesome props on Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, so, so, yeah, so we have um, basically the, the changes. They're kind of trying to make it like the FIFA calendar, I, I, I realize, where they want to do... They want to do a FIBA Basketball World Cup and and then in lead up to the World Cup, uh, do qualifiers as the FIBA Asia Challenge, you know. I mean, it'll start with the FIBA Asia Challenge and then move on to, you know, home and away qualifiers, which means almost every country will get to host basketball qualifiers, which is cool. I think I like that. It'll get to smaller countries will host basketball events, yep. FIBA basketball events. And what we know as the FIBA Asia Championship that is held every two years, Will from starting next year, uh, will be held every four years. It'll now be called the Asia Cup, and it'll become as the the, the FIBA version of you know uh, the, the, the the FIFA Asian Cup, the Football Asian Cup. Right. It'll be and and here's the the, the kicker: Australia can play. Yes, and New Zealand. So yeah. Australia, New Zealand can play. So so say goodbye to our chances getting better. It's, it's, 2015 was the last chance. I mean, we finished eighth place. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, and I think I mean it, it's good, right? We get to play against better players, so I guess that's that's possible. Yeah, I, I definitely think the the key thing to take away from here is probably not the immediate results, but the fact that we we'll, uh, there will definitely be more matches throughout the year, and like there's going to be this home and away fixtures at different venues, and that, that assuming that we have a team by then, which can <laughs> which will. <laughs> <laughs> be allowed to go to these matches. Uh, I think it's definitely a good thing that you know a lot more teams will get to play against each other. Although I do believe that initially there is going to be like a Group A and Group B, uh, like yeah, yeah, players of the Asia Pacific um, zone as such. Uh, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think we'll be in Group B because what I read somewhere was that there are only going to be eight teams. So if Australia and New Zealand do get in there, I don't see ourselves mm-hmm. uh, sitting in that eight. But it's still like even if we are like the top or the cream of that second tier with a shot to get into the first tier, I think that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, and um, and also I, I actually do I, I like the fact that the FIBA Asian Championship isn't happening every two years. I I always thought, even though I love watching, you know, I love the fact that it brings our players more opportunities every two years. Yeah. I think it takes away from the luster a little bit. I sure. think uh, a, an event that's held every four years holds more value. Yeah. Um, so, but but now we need to figure out. I mean, once we figured ourselves out, BFI, <laughs> we need to figure out some other way to get our players more exposure. And I actually feel that this FIBA, the the qualifiers events, mm-hmm. will bring us more international exposure against, yes. and not always against the teams we we expect. Yeah. So we'll we play home and away against a myriad of teams, and I think that that should be good. I think the fact that we'll be playing regular basketball, and, and this is all conjecture, obviously. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping this is what happens. <laughs> Uh, uh, the, the the fact in the best case scenario that we'd be playing regular basketball all year round, and uh, I think the best case scenario will be that our the players who are in the national system, the thirty or forty whatever players who are in the, you know, who are in the periphery of the national team, always remain so. So they are always ready. Like they don't they don't just take time off. They don't take eight months off and, and get yeah. fat before the next tournament, you know. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way to put it. And, like, personally, I'm hoping that since Australia loves to host events, that they're going to host the next Asia Pacific so I can go see um, Jyot and all these other guys play. So, that's, I'm, like, already building castles in the air. That'll be, that'll be fantastic. You should, if you get a chance, 
because this is what happened when I was in China and India went to play in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. I had, um, I mean, I, I self-funded my trip to go yeah. there to stay there and to cover it, and I was paid for just for the articles I wrote. But it was all worth it, really, because you saw it just became an. You ex- saw the first victory yeah, against saw, China since basketball started. Since basketball began, and and um, it meant a lot to the players to to have, you know. It, it, basically, the only India fans who were not part of the team were me and and the coach's <laughs> wife, John Fleming. Sh- shout out to John Fleming, who's a great presence. She was also, player. I think, one of our um, like most loyal listeners. So shout out. To She's one of our most loyal listeners and most loyal followers, and truly loves India basketball. You know, it's not it's not like a a fake from our own profit love. Yeah. You know, so she, uh, so we were the only fans at that at that event, and it it felt I felt so proud getting up in a foreign country during the national anthem, and it was really yeah, cool. Yeah, very so, amazing. Uh, I, I do have a feeling that there will be a few more Indians if that happens here, but <laughs> it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm looking forward to all of you guys showing up with the India flag and um, I don't know, singing some some cheesy Bollywood Why songs. Why not? Why not? Cool. So I think that should wrap up our like news, Indian news section of this podcast. Let's completely shift our attention. We, we normally do the segues really well, but I think this is going to be really awkward. <laughs> it's going to be directly jumping to the All-Star Weekend, like we spoke about some time back. And to discuss the All-Star Weekend, uh, we have a special guest today, don't we, Karan? We do. We have somebody who who is right down our, our, our very specific Venn diagram of interest, which is India and NBA All-Star. We have, we have someone who's of Indian origin, has Indian connections, and uh, this particular individual works for uh, NBA Canada, which means that she'll be in Toronto covering the events closely at the All-Star Weekend. Uh, I want to introduce you guys to Payal Doshi. Hi, everyone. I want to introduce uh, our listeners to our guest for episode 26. It's Payal Doshi. Payal, you are the social me- media manager for NBA Canada, and you're uh, calling in live from Toronto, the home of the NBA All-Star Weekend. How's it going, Payal? It's good. How are you guys? We're doing well. How does it feel to be hosting the All-Star Weekend in your hometown? It feels very surreal. Uh, The action is just getting underway. It was just yesterday that there was a guy outside who was just putting down the chalk and just everything is coming to life in terms of the billboards are up and the city is just, there's a buzz around the city about all-star weekend coming here it's just a matter of days now it's hard to believe that it's been so long in the making that it's finally here yeah there seems to be a a certain energy towards toronto and and canada in in recent years you know there's like you you guys are getting all the number one picks uh you're not your basketball team's getting better drake is everywhere (laughs) <laughs> it's become... Except the All Star Weekend, surprisingly. I, uh, I think he's, I think he's gonna make it. I think he's, he he made a upstage sting. First of all, I'm gonna hold, <laughs> I'm gonna hold my opinions on why the hell NBA chose Sting to be the performer. But yeah, anyways, it, it should be Drake. <laughs> he will be in the city, and he will be hosting some parties. We we will be sure of that. He has said that he will be so. There will be some Drake sightings, I'm sure. In yeah, the- he's, he's coaching one of the celebrity teams because obviously yeah. you, you need his expertise to coach <laughs> the celebrity team. Um, are you attending any of the Drake parties, Payal? I don't think so. 
I I wish I was, but they so what they've done is they've created this hub called True North and it lives just outside the Sky Dome, which is now the Rogers Center. And that's where a lot of these VIP parties are going to be held. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you know anyone that can get me in, I'm, I'm on. <laughs> I, I just, I, I wish I knew enough people to get me there to Toronto. I'm, 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 I'm really sad that I'm, I'm not there right now. But, I know. Uh, it, yeah. it would have been awesome. Uh, I, I think I last met you in, in LA, actually, for the 2011 uh, All-Star Weekend. Very briefly, if you remember. Yes. Yes, and, uh, I remember at that time I didn't have access to uh, it was just the um the convention center I was at yeah, and yeah. doing a lot of fun engaging content there. That's when I was just starting out too. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, th- back then I had access everywhere and look how the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> um so and so Pyle Hey, like, hey, hey Karan, before we yeah. uh, that is like a perfect opportunity to say Pyle started from the bottom. And and speaking of starting from the, the way bottom, um, Pyle, we we met for the first time in Ludhiana of all places, and to be honest, that, that that is not the way bottom for Indian basketball. That is the highest form of, where you can find in Indian basketball, where you have uh, basically at the Guru Nanak Stadium, India's best uh, nursery for our top players, and. Um, do you remember? Do you remember that experience back then? I think you were traveling around India, just doing something on your own. It wasn't a sanctioned, sanctioned uh, assignment, right? Yes, I remember so well that I remember in Mumbai, I had met Troy Justice, and yeah. he had told me about all the different clinics and the different cities across India that were doing that were playing the game of basketball. And I thought it was just such a cool experience to maybe go out there because I'd never been to Punjab. Every time I went to India, I would always go to Mumbai. So it was a first experience for me to go out there. And then meeting you was so great because you were able to help me build on this documentary I was working on about building building basketball at grassroots level in India. And I still have all that footage and it's still it still sits there and I'm still just like, okay, there's it because India is now like the new hotbed of where we can seek talent, there's just something that can be done with that footage to just showcase to the world that, you know, it's it's the next hot spot. Like there is so much talent that is untapped or that can be home that can be groomed into something really big. You know, I know a lot of people who are, again, you basically hit it on the nerve. There are a lot of people, it has become the hotbed now of interest, specifically Punjab, where Satnam came from. I mean, the court where we met, the Guru Nanak Stadium, is is where Satnam Singh basically became the player he is before he was chosen to come to America. So I remember that day that Troy said that, that Nam had left, I think, the day before we had got there to go to IMG or to, to go. Mumbai, probably. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, yeah, I mean, a lot of people could, will, will, are now looking for footage like that. So I, I will redirect anyone who's willing to pay you in your direction if they want to buy off some, some interesting footage of basketball being played in Punjab. Yes. <laughs> 
And I think uh, you and Kaushik also crossed paths in, in Bangalore. We did. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so for all of our listeners, this is really amazing story um, from when Pail uh, came to Bangalore and she wanted to go to some place where there, there's always basketball being played or some place where she could get some more footage for her documentary. And I directed her to um, the Kantirava Stadium, which is probably like like the Air Canada Centre of Bangalore. And, <laughs> uh, and just so happened that the day we were there, there were these couple of kids who were practising um, very, very hard. And both of them right now are in the Indian national team. And in particular, there was this one guy who um, called Arvind, who Karan cannot pronounce his name properly. But, uh, Ar- I can't pronounce his last, last name. name. Excuse me. That's right. Uh, so Ar- Arvind was... Um, Something about Arvind caught Pyle's attention and what that was was this really amazing Vince Carter tattoo that he has on his bicep. <laughs> Do you remember that, uh, a, a real tattoo? A real tattoo. Yes. Of wow. Vince Carter. Like who? Wow. That's, that's amazing. And like here you have somebody from Toronto and there you have somebody who's a fan of like arguably the best player to have played in Toronto. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, Pyle, what, what are your memories from that day? I remember asking him who his favorite team was and when he had said the Toronto Raptors I was just amazed <laughs> that that he knew who the Toronto Raptors were and because I'm just so used to someone saying either the Lakers or or I don't even know the Lakers were just such a popular team back then yeah and so for to see that I was just so blown away and I remember he emulated or tried to emulate his dunks. And remember, he had told us as well that he religiously watched these Vince Carter, the Vince Carter dunk contest. And I remember when Vince Carter came to Toronto, I had told him. Unfortunately, I didn't have the ability to find it on my phone because I remember taking the picture. But I told him about that, and he was just very shocked that. <laughs> That someone had a tattoo of him on his arm of all the places. <laughs> and and the it's... and the beautiful part of that is that the day Pyle told me that she did she spoke to Vince Carter about this, I just happened to bump into this guy again and I told him the story and he flipped. He flipped. He had like no idea that to whether to believe this was real or not and he's like, Thank you so much, thank you so much, thank the Pyle as well. It's, it's, I mean it's just a beautiful story, right? How many times do random things like this come together it's amazing does he still does he still play yeah he's actually made it all the way to the to the indian basketball he, team now he, he's, he's become a a regular in, in a national team so the, the the blessings of vince have have been passed passed on that's amazing i i need to go back and document him again well yeah so i, I want to ask you Paya, like what are your connections with india where is your ancestral home or uh, where do where do you go back usually when you go back to India? When I go, I, I usually go back to Mumbai, and now I don't have a point of contact. Or it was Troy, and I believe Troy is now in New York. So there's another another person who's overseeing basketball in India now. I don't recall his name off the top of my head. Do you guys remember? Um, it keeps. It keeps sort of changing. I don't think anyone is. I, I think the person you are thinking about is Carlos Barroca. Yes. The, the Portuguese person, yeah. Um, and 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 your um, 
from your experiences, I think you've traveled to a few places now. I mean, at least from what we've discussed, has been Mumbai, Ludhiana, and Bangalore. Um, ha- have you traveled to any other places for basketball specifically? No, that those are the places that I've been. So from so from your experiences, from where you've been, or from what you've heard about, what what what, what has been your sort of uh, reflection or your idea about Indian basketball? I I think that Indians play the game in a very aggressive type manner in ways. Uh, I just feel like they're learning the game. It's and they're they're willing to understand and develop their skill set. Uh, I remember Troy had mentioned that the girls uh, in certain cities play better than the, the guys. And, and I did notice that because the girls take the time to understand and to learn the intricate details of what they need to do in order to, to be successful in the game. And I, I just noticed that the guys are, are so determined and they're, they're just on a mission to like to win pretty much and and it's just an eye-opening experience of of how this game is just growing across the world um i remember talking to a couple people out there that there's just needs to be better infrastructure just because of the monsoons and the rains that it's hard to just play on these outdoor courts because you know there's cracks in the courts after a while and it's just if there were more indoor courts that they could create, there would be there would be more people playing at a higher level as well. So I, I find that it's it's a process. It's definitely a gradual process, but they are headed in the right direction. Yeah, it's true, and especially the the thing about the courts. You know, India has a lot of basketball courts, almost. But the problem is that there's very few public courts, like courts where people who aren't affiliated with a particular school or college or club, for for kids just to go out and play recreationally. And I think, or or you know, I, I think that's a that's where it needs to start. It needs to start off where without the pressure of of having a result, like you'd have to fall in love with the game first and then get competitive about it. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Pyle, I want to ask you about. Uh, Toronto in specific um, and, and specifically the Indian community in Toronto. We all know that Toronto is like a pretty multicultural city and everybody talks about how different communities get along there. So w- what is it like being part of the Indian community there and I, and there is this thing off late that you know a lot of the basketball teams in, in the NBA are recognizing the Indian community. Philly had something going on, Sacramento had something going on. So w- what is the relationship like between the Indian community in Toronto and Basketball and Raptors as well. Shout out to Simpler. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we, I believe in Toronto, it's just such a diverse community that there's just so much talent coming and spreading from all these different ethnic ethnic communities. Um, Sim has definitely put the South Asians on the map in terms of of his presence in the NBA, having played for the Sacramento Kings, now playing in the D-League, actually 15 minutes probably from his house in the playing for the Raptors 905. Um, Nab Batia, who is also such a super fan for the Toronto Raptors, has really done a tremendous job introducing the game of basketball to South Asians and 
and developing the game and just sharing it as as basketball as not just the game but as a lifestyle too as you see he's at every game and he's always encouraging the team he he lives for the game and it's it's a great story to tell and his how far he's come as well like owning this car dealership and he's had the struggles to get to where he is but just to see how far he's come and the support that he gives back to his community is is just amazing. The South Asians here love the game. I mean, I come from Markham, which is about 30 minutes without traffic outside of Toronto. And every time I go back home, I mean, I go to my regular, my regular Boston pizza, my regular restaurant I go to, and they're always, always, always playing the game on my regular TV stations over there. Um, and every time at recess, you always see someone or the other playing the game of basketball. It's just people just have fallen in love with it just because they can relate to it in ways. It's such an easy game to pick up. I mean, opposed to hockey, there's not much equipment that you have to put on. Basketball, all you need pretty much is a ball, some basketball shorts, and some shoes, and you're good to go. So it's it's just a, it's a fun game to play, especially amongst everyone, actually. I like that you continued um, with the, our Hoop Darshan tradition of shouting out your favorite restaurant, because we do that <laughs> a lot. We we actually spend way too much time talking about food and way little about basketball on this podcast. Hashtag butter chicken. So, hashtag butter chicken. Um, <laughs> so, 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 so Boston Pizza in Toronto, I think, I think that's it. That, that's what I need to try if I'm ever there. Um, you actually need to go to Real Sports. So that is going to be okay, the hub okay. uh, uh, where all the action is going to be taking place. So Real Sports is rated the number one sports bar on ESPN in North America. Wow. Oh, wow. And so, and so that is the place to be where when you want to watch anything. So, for example, as we talked today on Super Bowl Sunday – that bar has this giant big screen TV where it will be played and blasted out to like everyone in the everyone who is going to be at Real Sports. It's just definitely a sight to see and definitely some place that you need to come to when you come. Pyle, uh, how did you become such a big Toronto Raptors fan? Is it just the home home affiliation, or was was there some other story to it? Definitely home affiliation, for sure. Um, when when the Raptors first came into existence, I was in grade five, and I remember going to the library and picking up the newspaper and being like, wow, like I saw a ticket on the newspaper and being like, this is the team I'm going to follow <laughs> from its inception. And, it, and my parents thought it was a phase, and, and I'd always grow out of it. But, like, I painted my room purple. <laughs> I... I I slept in Raptors comforter. I I studied the game. I studied the team, and it was just something I I just wanted to be part of. You know the legacy that they've had, and and just seeing how far they've come. Sure, there's been there's been disappointments and there's been failures, but there's also been so so much success as well. 
sure they've only won one uh, playoff series, but I mean, they've grown so much as a team as well. So in that sense, it's, it's cool experience to just witness what they're doing right now. Yeah, th- things are looking really good for, for Toronto this year, for, for, for the Raptors. Kyle Lowry and DeRozan are just on fire this season. Um, you, you said, you, st- uh, you know, when you started off, uh, when, the, when the Raptors first started, and um, you were all into, you know, you accepted them wholeheartedly straight away. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> I actually really miss the, the old Raptors logos. And I, I, I'm, I may be a minority, but I actually love that cartoon dinosaur. I, mean, <laughs> I think that dinosaur is awesome. And I think they need to bring back that whole look again. You know, it was unique to them. You, you can't have a team called the Raptors and not have a dinosaur on it. It's right. you know, really cool purple jersey. Yeah, <laughs> the jerseys are awesome. I mean, the, the Vince Carter, you know, the 99-2000, it, 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 it's, it's timeless now. Those, those jerseys with him on. Uh, Chris Bosch kind of looks like a raptor. Like, it's all part of the same the same energy right now. Um, yeah, we actually designed our, like, college jerseys based on the purple purple um, raptors design. So, it, it's, it's gone a long way, that jersey. That's awesome. Pretty iconic. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so, Payal, I want to ask you, like, now, as you were, you, you were a fan of this team, but then you turned your fandom into... A serious hobby and a serious hobby into a profession. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me a little bit about your journey. I think you, you started off with with uh, your 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 video blog, or 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 did it go even way before the the purple room. So I started off instead of writing homework on my agenda, I used to write game summaries of each and every Raptors game. Fantastic. And now, and I was just like, I think that the, I'm like. Instead of writing, I remember I would write my homework on post-it notes and then stick it in my agenda and then just make sure I had enough room to write these game summaries. And it first started as writing win or lose. But then as I began to understand the game more, it was writing, okay, this is how they played and this is my reaction to it. And then I was just like, when I was in, when I was in school, I was just in university trying to figure out what I would do with my life. I was thinking I'd either go straight the way of social work or go to the way of doing something completely out of the norm. So not being a doctor, lawyer, or dentist like our parents always envision us to be, <laughs> but um, streamlining in the way of going towards media. And doing that, I didn't, like, I, I wanted to, if I couldn't be playing the game of basketball, I wanted to be doing something pertaining to it. But I didn't know how difficult it would be. I knew it would be difficult, but I didn't know it would be as difficult as it was to find a job. So I began interning everywhere. I, I, I did absolutely everything in terms of this in the sports industry with every station, and it's limited stations here. I mean, once you're in the media industry in Toronto everyone knows everyone. So you've either met someone along the way that you will meet again, or, you know, you're just within the network working your way up the ladder. So I ended up doing that. And I was determined and told myself that, you know what, at this, at an opportunity I had to score, um, I was had finished my internship. And I was just like, okay, I need to figure out a way to stay here 
and to build my rapport with this company so I can at least get paid to work in the sports industry. And I was able to do that. And that kind of lent the way in developing my skill set as well. But at the same time, I was just like, I wanted to do something on air. So I'm like, how am I going to get noticed? No one is, is providing me with this opportunity. So it was on me to create my own opportunities. So I transferred writing in my agenda to now making these video blogs. And the video blogs were more of, of my, my life experiences intertwined with how the Raptors fared on a regular basis, just to give them a different perspective of the game and just seeing it from a different perspective as well. So that's what kind of lent the way to help in me progressing as as a journalist at the time in into where I kind of am today. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember when 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 we first met in, in Ludhiana, you, you were between jobs, I feel, or you were between. Um... Correct me if I'm wrong. I think I think you 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 are between life decisions almost. Like should 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 you continue with doing what you're doing? And it's it, it's been amazing to to watch you to rise up to basically follow your dream up to up to this level. And I read an interesting article about you. You know, um, or I, I think I think you either wrote it or you you said it out to uh, for the woman in sports blog a few yeah. a few days ago. Right. And um, it, it it was great to see. I mean. How you can prove to be inspiration for you know, for uh, for for minority women in in an industry that probably doesn't have many people. Maybe in in Canada they do, in Toronto they do, which is a multicultural city, but an industry which doesn't have many people who look like you, to to kind of fight your way, not not fight necessarily, but basically you know go against the norm, or or go against the the, the stream that is pulling you towards uh, you know doing what every Indian person does which is computers or medicine or um and uh, and and basically following your passion so it's been awesome to see you get to where you are and so, so what is your role with nba canada now um my role right now is a social media manager so what i do is i manage all of our social accounts so i'm the one who's tweeting facebooking instagramming and I, I use Vine as well. Snapchat is another element that we do too. So my whole goal is to provide viewers with a behind-the-scenes experience of a game, of uh, of an autograph session, or of events that are happening in and around the city, just to give you a glimpse of what you're not seeing that is happening as well. And also just fun anecdotes, uh, just to provide people with, entertaining and engaging content our main focus the way that we work is we focus on the canadian players and we also then focus on the raptors because they're canada's only team and then we focus on the entire nba so i mean for example this yesterday you'll see a lot of grassroots content because we just finished off our our 15 city tour across canada where we brought an all-star Saturday night to each of these cities wow. and we put on a slam dunk contest, a three-point challenge and a skills competition. So we had we had people from their city come to qualify and try their hands at any of the re- these three competitions and then the winners 
from each of the cities are going to be coming to center court at the at the end care center on next Saturday to compete and we'll find the best three-point shooter in Canada the best slam dunker the best skills competition competitor and That's they'll, awesome. they'll get to you know, grace the stage at center court in Toronto. So that's going to be really exciting to see. We had we had a record number turnout yesterday with 300 competitors overall come out to qualify. So it was amazing just to see that there's so much talent within the city and people are just so willing and excited to come out there and showcase it. That's awesome. And I, I, I have two comments straight up straight away when, when you said that um since you guys were the you were canada's team and you were i mean not you uh, the raptors are canada's team and and therefore it the hub of basketball in canada now uh rest in peace vancouver yeah, i was just gonna say that <laughs> uh, and um and, and secondly um you mentioned how a lot of your work is behind the scenes i'm really looking forward to the day when you are in front of this in front of the scenes more often and you know and and you're on TV and you're too famous to come on a podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but Hopefully one day. <laughs> but obviously this upcoming weekend is, is a huge deal in Toronto. So in, in, in specification to what you mentioned regarding your role with NBA Canada, like what, what, was going, what is going to keep you busy during the weekend? Like it, what can we see from the behind the scenes outlook that you mentioned specifically uh, that changes this weekend compared to any other day of work perhaps so this weekend there's going to be three canadians who will be competing in the rising stars challenge so that's a record number of canadians competing so what they've done is they've changed the format so it's team world against team usa right. so my goal is to document those moments with with these guys that are going to be out there. Andrew Wiggins is going to be going for his he's the reigning MVP of the of the Rising Stars competition, so he's going to be there defending his crown. Hopefully puts on a great show for everyone to see and then there's going to be behind the scenes of media day with the All-Stars who are going to be on hand. Uh, providing you insights into the day of service. So all the players do their NBA CARES initiatives as well throughout the weekend. So that's going to be something to stay tuned for as well. Uh, And then All-Star Saturday night, giving you a behind-the-scenes of that and how people, of how these competitors, you know, just get ready and prepare themselves for the big event. And and then on the Sunday, it's it's all about the game. It's all about focusing on, in my case, the two Raptors who are going to be competing, as well as an, a homecoming of sorts for Chris Bosh, his 10th All-Star appearance. And he had said himself, I mean, it's he wanted to come to Toronto just because that's where he started. It kind of comes full circle for him. So that would be a cool experience. And, and also... Uh, Steph Curry has roots here too. His dad played for the Raptors, and when he was a kid, him and him and Seth used to play on the courts just before game time. And I remember being in the stand, sitting in the in what we call the Sprite Zone, the 500 level, and just watching them play the game. Hmm. So it's it's cool just to see that 
the, the evolution coming full circle for them as well and how far they've come too. And Steph is now just like one of the most recognized, you know, popular players in the league. He, his game is amazing to watch. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And uh, just to think he was, it, it could be any of these little kids dribbling a basketball, you know, I mean, well, he wasn't just any little kid. He was Del Curry's son, but but you know what I mean. Like, I, it, it it could be anyone who, who who becomes the best player in the NBA and just the force that he's become around the world now. Yeah, and obviously Toronto is going to be going to have a little bit of a party atmosphere throughout the whole weekend. So, uh, what do you think the fans and the NBA players themselves can expect from the city? Except for Sting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lots of excitement. It's going to be cold. I I see that the forecast is calling for snow. In Feb? Just, there'll be, there'll be lots of buzz and excitement around the city. I mean, I guess everywhere you turn, there's going to be something also related that's going to be happening as well. There's going to be lots of parties that happen in the entertainment district of the city uh, that we call King Street West. So there's going to be cool events that are taking place there. Uh, there's going to be store openings, autograph signings, our Times Square, if you will, Young and Dundas Square is going to have some cool activations set up there too. There's just everywhere you turn I, in, this, in the core of the city, there's going to be something or the other happening pertaining to All-Star, which is going to be so cool. It's the first time that All-Star Weekend is come, is going outside of the U.S. So just to for that to happen is another amazing experience in itself. Out of all the things that you've mentioned and everything that's connected to the All-Star Weekend, what is, what is Payal Doshi most excited about? I think I'm just so excited that this is happening in my city. I mean, I've dreamed of All-Star Weekend and getting to cover it. And I've gotten to cover it last year, but just to know the city so well and to be home to it and to see all this amazing talent coming front and center stage in Toronto is just, I'm just thrilled about that. And it's just going to be an amazing experience, I hope. It'll be great. I, I really can't wait for it. Yes, you'll be watching at like, I don't even know what time it'll be over there. <laughs> it, it'll be middle of the day here. It's, it's a bit weird to watch basketball at noon, but uh, yeah, it'll be fun for sure. <laughs> it, it, it's a weekend, so you'll have the middle of the day off. Yeah. You should have the middle of the day off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, so Payal, we, we want to... Uh, now run through the, the events in the All-Star Weekend, the main events, and kind of just do like a quick quick preview of, of what, what each of us expect to see. And, you know, you don't necessarily have to say who's going to win the event. Or, I mean, you could. You can make a prediction. I will. <laughs> but, 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 but whatever... I don't think I can make a prediction, though. Okay. Uh, okay. Maybe you can just tell us what you're excited to see. Okay. And, and Kaushik and I will, will make our predictions. Okay, cool. So, um... Kaushik, do you want to lead us off? Yeah, sure. Uh, 
So finally, you spoke about the rookie game where Andrew Wiggins is um, expected to. I think he's going to um, take away the MVP crown again. It's by far and away the. It's be- it's called the Rising Stars game, by the way. Now, excuse me. Oh yeah, the, the Rising Stars <laughs> game or the rookie game. They keep changing it every every now and then. It's hard to keep track of what it is. But I do like this new US versus the world uh, format. I I think that maybe the All Star game once in a while should be made that as well. But. That's that's you know drifting apart from the point. But um, what what are you most excited about for the Rising Stars game plan? I'm excited to see the Canadians in action. So there's three Canadians that are going to be part of the Rising Stars. That's going to be Dwight Powell, who now plays for the Dallas Mavericks, Trey Lyles, who is a rookie who plays for the Utah Jazz, and Andrew Wiggins, who plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, and uh, just looking to see the high-flying action from Team World against Team USA, and we're in for a treat. Absolutely. Uh, and is this the game that Drake's coaching? No, no, Drake yes. is coaching the celebrity game. Oh. Right, so Drake and Steve Nash, whose birthday it is today, are coaching the celebrity game, and so it's the celebrity game is Canada versus the U.S., and so, 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 so no Abhishek Bachchan this year, that means? Unfortunately, no. But rumor has it, Priyanka Chopra is going to be in the house at, at the All-Star game. Whoa, whoa Piggy Chops. <laughs> Quantico star. Quantico. Quantico star. Piggy Chops. Quantico. I really like it. It's, it's funny. Uh, sorry, this is, this is a weird like left field thing just to say but you know this is the part of the podcast my wife will listen to <laughs> but it's funny how how people in north america know her as the quantico person whereas in india she's been in you know a thousand <laughs> other things but i mean good for her I, I, i'm not a fan of this show but good for her no i like it i I, don't, I didn't think i would be a fan of it but they do shoot the show in montreal so oh that's awesome she's, okay. she's not that far from here Okay. <laughs> I mean, she'd be a better performer than Sting, too. So, anyways. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> I, I have a feeling like it's, it is actually going to be Drake who's performing, but everybody's just being misled by Sting, Sting, Sting everywhere. But it, the it, final, it, it, I, I was... Uh, actually, you, I just got to know that the uh, celebrity game is Canada versus US. The question is, why aren't you playing? <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Only if I have the skill set. <laughs> I should be brushing up on my on my hoops, you know. <laughs> listen, l- listen. Kevin Hart was three-time MVP. I think you have to He's the coach of the of the US Team USA. Oh, wow. He's, he's <laughs> retired his crown, three-time MVP. He has to give it to someone else now. He he'd still get voted as the MVP, right? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the coach can still do it. So the no beeps, is, is Beeps playing? Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say is Bieber playing because. Then the MVP is a lock if we were plays. He actually won't be at All-Star Weekend. I believe he's going to be at the Grammys, which happen on the same weekend, the Monday, oh, wow. uh, okay. at All-Star. So he's he won't be attending, unfortunately. Oh, priorities, no, Beeps. Priorities. Seriously, Beeps. I know. <laughs> no, Beeps. <laughs> um. uh, so, so, so uh, Pyle, you can't make a prediction about who's going to win or win an MVP. But... Um, um, but I, but I'm gonna say just, just to roll with the Canadian team. I, I, I think Team World will, will pull a shock and win this game, behind the efforts of you know Wiggins and, uh, my main man Emmanuel Mudiay, and as a totally homer pick, I'm picking Kristaps Porzingis to be the, 
shock of all shocks to be the MVP of this of this game. I think Kristaps is gonna go off and make make my Knicks proud. Oh, this is amazing! Like, could uh, could any of you listeners see that coming? <laughs> <laughs> what what do what do what do you think, Koshik? Uh, I wish I could have made like my semi homer pick and picked Mirotic, but he's just had his appendix removed. Mirotic got hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, that's not a good thing. But I do think that it's gonna be Andrew Wiggins' show. Like, he's by far and away the best player in that whole game. Um, and I think it's funny that like, I think there are a couple of people in the US team who are not necessarily like or who could play for the world team as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like Moudier is yeah Towns. Towns is uh, Dominican and like Jordan Clarkson could be Filipino uh, if you if you think about it in one way. But yeah, it's definitely like, is Clarkson playing for? Uh, I'm not sure about that. Is he, yeah, he's playing for the US team. The, yeah, the world team. Uh, he's playing for the, the US team. team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay. Yeah. So, what about Towns? Is is Towns in the US team? Towns too? in the US team, although he's played oh, for the okay. Dominican Republic already before. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think that the world team, regardless, is the stronger team. It's they have the more experienced players. So it'll, it'll be fun. But it is the, it is going to be the Wiggins show. I'm looking forward to some high flying dunks. Well, speaking of Wiggins, I think he should have been in the slam dunk contest. He should. This is it's the, it's the most obvious thing. It's his. It's it's back in his hometown. He's he. I, I think his hometown is Toronto, right, Fire? Um. Yes. Yes. He should he should have totally been a part of this the slam dunk contest. I mean, I'm super excited to see his teammate Zach Levine. Um, but I would I would love to see Wiggins bust out and shock everyone and and um, I don't know and and, and do a few dunks because he he's incredible. He 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 may be as good as Levine is, and that would make an interesting Timberwolves and. Timbo's matchup and the whole Canada thing going on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, regarding to the slam dunk contest file, like, uh, is there something in specific that you're excited to see, uh, or is it is it just going to be like the Zach Levine show that everybody else is looking forward to? I know, probably. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see these the others um, in the contest. I I know Will Barton has been exciting to watch. In regular season action with the with the Nuggets, he he just puts on a show. Will the thrill they call him? Will so. the thrill. <laughs> so, right. It's great when be... your name is like so easy to make such rhymes, right? <laughs> yeah, it will. Well, Andre Drummond is also in it as well, and Aaron Gordon. So it's gonna be cool to see what what they bring to the table. Uh, are, you, are you guys a fan of of utilizing props? And and other people as well when it comes to the dunk contest. But personally, I'm not. I like to be as as based on the player's personal creativity as possible. Like I, I really did not enjoy the Blake Griffin jumping over the Kia thing <laughs> at all. Like that was not. Uh, I mean, I, 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 what I did enjoy was, and, and I'm I'm a minority here. I enjoyed the choir singing. I believe I can fly right behind them. <laughs> I thought I thought that was an amazing touch. Um, but I'm I'm not that big into props, and and this is why I think Zach Levine is the favorite for me, and and, and maybe Aaron Gordon too. Aaron Gordon is really amazing. I think those two will be in the final. But 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 Levine is so creative. He doesn't need props to make to make his dunks more exciting. He's just he he's just got that hop and that creativity and that you know that airtime in him. Speaking of Levine, I hear rumor has it that there might be a space. Jam reunion that will be taking place here. Oh, that's awesome! 
Space Jam is my childhood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Levine, went, remember when he when yeah, he, he wore the Looney Tunes, the, the Toon Squad jersey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, and also, and here's my prediction, by the way, for for the slam dunk contest, and and, and this is what I, this is I've dreamt about this, and therefore it will happen. Uh, because I, I have ESP like that. <laughs> um, Vince Carter is going to have a few dunks. He's just going to come out of nowhere, back in Toronto. <laughs> in That 39-year-old can still get up. I've seen his dunks in like this season for the Grizzlies. Every once in a while, he does it once a month and then chills. Um, I think he's, he's going to go out with the bank. He's back in Toronto. and Is he, is he going to be there for the weekend? I mean, is, has he been formally invited for anything? Because he uh- should. I don't know of anything. He should should secretly show up and take over the dunk contest because (laughs) because he basically, I think what he did, um, where was the 2000 dunk contest? What was in Los Angeles? I forget Uh, where it was. Oakland. In Oakland. In Oakland, yeah. That that basically was the dunk contest to end all dunk contests. I think it was so good that no one could live up to that, his his limit anymore. And and this will bring a good closure, being back in, in Toronto. And, and doing something special for us, but if Do it's not him, all where you were when you when you witnessed that dunk contest, I was about fifteen or sixteen, and and, and Vince was already my favorite player, um, and within about a few months of that happening, my, my brother bought me the Nike Shocks from Australia, and uh, th- that's it. I, I've worn number fifteen every time I play ever since. That's amazing. All you need is a Vince Carter tattoo now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not that big of that, but yeah, I'm, I'm up there. <laughs> can we can we just fly? Our, is it Arvin? Yeah, oh, you want to fly Arvin there for a dunk contest too? I, I want to fly him down so we can meet Vince Carter. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Far, what about the skills challenge? Are you are you a fan of the big man um, lineup that we have? Yeah, I'm actually interested to see how that how that comes together. So. It's going to be, I like that idea. I like that they're shaking things up in the skills competition. Do you think that uh, it's going to be like head-to-head, small man versus big man? Or do you, like, what would your ideal setup of this thing be? Yeah, I like that idea. I'm not sure how it's going to go about. But um, I think that they just take turns, each person. I don't think they're going to go head-to-head. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the how they'll judge, like who wins it between you know say if the final is between Anthony Davis and Patrick Beverly, who's a defending champion, uh, like how will they judge their opposing skill sets in the challenge? But it'll be interesting. Current, uh, should I even bother asking you about your prediction, or is it going to be Boogie? <laughs> it's, it's Boogie. Boogie's <laughs> going to win the skills challenge. <laughs> That's. That will see a bit exciting up here. Um, we should see Vivek sighting. Why not? Why not? I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> Vivek and Anjali. That you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, Vivek that you're inching to see. Are you <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyways, skill challenge. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm rooting for Boogie to win it, but I actually feel that the guy who's gonna win is Draymond Green. I think he has the best mixture of big man and small man skills. That's my prediction. What do you think, Ashik? I, I definitely think a small man's going to win this. It's just like this competition is not structured for a big man to win it. Just, but the structure is going to change. That's the whole point, right? It's going to be something. I well, Anthony Davis is in it too. 
So, yeah, I, I can't see how you can make a skills challenge like more favorable to big men. So I'd be happy to be surprised, but like I put my money on a small guy winning. Well, and the and the event of the day actually now has become the three point competition. Like that's where no, all... no, it's still the slam slam dunk contest. Come on. <laughs> I I actually feel it's changed because you know. I do too. I I feel like it's changed as well. I I think the best players now they'd rather take part in. I think there was a time when we were younger where like every young superstar wanted to go through a slam dunk contest like I think in yeah. if, if, if this was 10 years ago 15 years ago like 15 years ago seriously <laughs> um the guys who should be in the dunk contest would be maybe a Westbrook and Wiggins you know like a, a mixture of not maybe someone like LeBron who's over his 30s but guys who are superstars in their 20s you know but what's happened now is that the the dunk contest has become more of a young guy thing whereas the three point contest is where you know like look at the the field of players you're going to have Steph Curry who's MVP James Harden who finished second in MVP last season Klay Thompson who's only second to Steph in as a three point shooter and you're going to have a, Chris Bosh who's got the Toronto thing and he's an all-star Kyle Lowry who plays for the Raptors and then you get the other guys like um Redick and Booker um Chris Middleton so it's I think I think this is the most stacked field of players there is that that is true I definitely agree that the the better quality of you know players playing in the competition is definitely higher in in the three point contest and I I'm specifically looking forward to seeing Chris Bosh shoot like I, we don't have too many big men in that contest either do we uh, be be fun to watch Chris Bosh do you think Bosh will get booed in Toronto what's the what, what's the energy there these days um <laughs> So <laughs> Chris Bosh had 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 said uh he's just like even if I get booed at least they still care about me. So I think he's ready for whatever reaction kind of comes his way. Um <laughs> I mean it took a lot uh, it took the city a long time to get over the, the whole Vince and now they embrace Vince and it, it took a long time. but um i mean we'll see i guess what happens well was speaking of bosh he also is uh, the, the retired reigning champion of whatever that initial challenge used to be you know where it's like one legend one player and one wnba player shooting stars shooting stars yeah where he, he was he was winning it every year he, he's the michael jordan of the shooting stars contest like yes <laughs> they canceled the event because it was it was it's, it's the bosh event They should, yeah. they should just call it that. So yeah. um the Bosch and the Swin Cash event, right? The the, 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 the Bosch and Cash. That's that's <laughs> you know that, that that's the name of a good buddy cop movie. <laughs> um so 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 Koshik, do you think there's there's going to be a, a challenge to the Splash Brothers here in the three-point contest? Yeah, I, I don't think there's necessarily a, like a correlation between in-game shooters and three-point contest shooters. So uh I don't know it's it's really hard to pick a winner though isn't it like they're all such amazing shooters but I I tell you one thing that if if there was ever an event where we should have like a legacy spot in this is where we should have had Kobe <laughs> I don't think I'm, Kobe wants to do it I, I think he wants to save his shooting arm for the next day <laughs> Yeah probably that's probably right but uh, yeah yeah I, I can't see uh, like I'd be stupid if I say that Steph doesn't have a chance he's like the greatest shooter there ever is Um, but I don't know. It's just so hard to pick. Can you make a pick? I'm gonna say Steph, and and I'll tell you why. I think unlike a lot of other, well, well, first of all, Steph won it last year, and him and Clay were in the finals. 
Yeah. And I and what I like about Steph Curry this year, and this is the whole Warriors vibe, is that they don't mind taking up these challenges. Like, I, I, like they want to win seventy three games. They want to beat. Like, they want to make a statement in every event, in everything they're into. So I, I think Steph will want to make this his year, and his, like, like he'll want to win the, the All Star MVP too the next day. And I think he, he he'll want to win the the, the three point contest. He'll take it seriously. That's fair. That's fair. And finally, the All Star game where the two head coaches of each teams have like coached combined games of like ten or eleven games. I think this season. Right? It, <laughs> it's a it's a really like weird scenario there. The All Star game is like the headline of of the weekend, and there's not usually too much defense played, like we mentioned earlier. But it's still it's still a spectacle. You get to see some of those crazy dunks, and you see these little storylines where you know you get to see Kobe and LeBron match up for the final time and a lot, lot of other fun subplots that happen in the game. Is there anything in particular, Pyle, that you are looking forward in the All-Star game? I know you mentioned the performance of the two Raptors who are in it, uh, but anything specific that stands out? Um, just, seeing, just seeing it at the Air Canada Center, I think it's going to be just so cool because it's it's in the city, it's in Toronto, the buzz. Um, I'm excited just to hear the national anthem and just the reception that that gets as well. Uh, in the actual game, I think it's gonna be cool to see all the guys who are, who are first time all-stars playing. Kobe's last game is gonna be a, a cool experience as well to see what kind of tricks comes up he comes up with um, or how long he's going to play. I think that'll be his trick, just being able to play for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Koshik. <laughs> that's all right, that's all right. I'm, I'm used to this this season. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that it's going to be just a fun overall experience to, to watch the game. I mean, let's face it, the game doesn't really get competitive until the last couple of minutes if it is a close match, but it's more so the fun and the theatrics that are involved in the game. So that's always fun for the fans to witness and, and watch and and just cheer and it's it just wraps up what should be an amazing weekend. Koshik, what do you what do you expect? Do you, do you have a an expectation and a prediction for us. Can I make another homer pick and say a thirty-point Kobe game? No. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> yeah, any, anything's allowed in hoop darshan. Yeah. Anything's allowed. Yeah. It's it, 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 it's it's sort of Kobe darshan sometimes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it can be. It can be a, like the Kobe darshan and the Knicks darshan somehow. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. Uh, Do you feel that the West will win? Probably. I think they still have like when when you have Steph going. You, nobody can stop it, and then there's Durant as well, who who played really, really well today. I think in in the OKC versus yeah, he had, he had 40 and 14. Yeah, so when you have two players like and, that and Kawhi Leonard and, Kawhi Leonard. and Russell Westbrook, exactly, it's it's an insane starting it's lineup. Incredible, incredible, and Kobe, you miss Kobe again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean it. It's it, it's interesting, huh? Like the the starting five of both teams, the the, the centers may be uh, Durant and LeBron, like the the, the <laughs> The, the small ball has been embraced by, by fan voting as well. Um, also, by the way, shout out to Zaza Pachulia, who nearly became a starter for the All-Star game. Oh, that, 
which would have been which would have been awesome in all levels if he was if he was there. <laughs> he missed out only by like a few votes too, right? He missed by a few votes. If if Kobe had been a guard, Zaza would have started. Wow, that's, okay. amazing. So, that's amazing. That's <laughs> amazing. That's how close it was. <laughs> Shout out um, to the country of Georgia. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm actually gonna if if Sim or Satnam can play, you know, a, on a 10-day contract in the NBA next season, we need every Indian to to vote them into the All Star into the All Star game, which will be awesome just to see. Absolutely. Have you had a chance to speak to Satnam since he was um, drafted by the by Dallas? I spoke to him after the the summer league. How was how how is he um how has he been how what was his reactions? I'm sure he's enjoying every second of. I do follow him on, on Snapchat, so I do see him working out all the time. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not on Snapchat. I, I've heard from a lot of people, um, and and uh, people are knowing with, with Slam Magazine that that he he's basically an epic follower <laughs> on Slam, uh, Snapchat. He's, he's he's one of the reasons to get on Snapchat. I feel uh, I won't understand it now. I've reached an old man stage where. Like what are these young kids Snapchatting stage, but um, but Pyle, of course, like that's your job. Right? You <laughs> need to be in touch with all of this stuff. Um, he's, I feel he's he's just going through like these are the the learning steps for him. Like it's 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 gonna be a, a tough few months, you know. Like he's he's never played at this level before. He was basically playing at a high school level, and now he all of a sudden he has to be a pro, and and travel around the country and have. A different style of basketball, a different pace, and figure himself out. His his English is still not very strong, so it's gonna be a lot of those those stumbling building blocks while he's learning how to play. Yeah, I think we had better. the butter chicken derby. He's always in the Punjabi. I'm sorry, what did you say, Paya? He's always he's always listening to the Punjabi tunes. Yeah, it's 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 his <laughs> way. Love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, of course he's. That's the other thing, right? If he if he becomes an all star, like we need to get some Punjabi music as his intro. Oh, it does. Totally yeah. awesome. Didn't we have the butter chicken derby also recently? We had the uh, Kaushik, you have penned this, and I've totally That's amazing. with it. The hashtag but the hashtag butter chicken derby when Sim Buller played Satnam Singh in the D League a few days ago. Yes. Uh, Sim Sim won that matchup, and he Sim looked really good against Satnam. Sim is the only person who makes Satnam look small. <laughs> Just hilarious. Um, but it was cool. I mean, it was it was pretty pretty surreal to see two uh, people of Indian descent playing against each other on in the D League. That's that that was pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, coming back to the All Star game. Um, so so Kaushik, you're going with Kobe MVP. Yeah, I'm going MVP with Kobe. Kobe MVP in the, the West winning. Oh man, this is like 2008 okay. all over again. <laughs> <laughs> it may happen, you know. Like, do, do fans vote for the All Star MVP, or is it a, or is it not, or is it a fraction of the fan voting? I, I think there know? is a part of it that fan voting, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Because if, if fans are voting, Kobe could go one of fourteen and win MVP. That's, like that's <laughs> it's gonna happen. But I believe it is fan voting. The, the whole thing, or or a, or a fraction of it. I think the whole thing. Okay, we'll figure it out. It's always something <laughs> new in, in the All Star weekend. I actually think it'll be a competitive game because, I mean, unless the West win it easily, if the West are losing, I think this is Game Seven of the NBA Finals for Kobe, and he'll ensure it's a competitive game. He's gonna like he's gonna get fired up, and he, and he'll play tough defense. I think the whole time. And this is my <laughs> prediction that he he'll really give it his all. Um, 
but I feel that that, that it, this is the year of Steph Curry, and Steph Curry is going to win MVP, and the West is going to win. Yeah, the West okay. is going to win. That's like the easiest thing to say about this, I think. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, before we uh, let you go, Pyle, yes. uh, I want to say thank you for giving us all this time. I know you're super busy. It's like probably the, the, the busiest time for you ever, I'm guessing. I, I, you know what? You're right. It's um, especially with NBA Canada. This yeah. is our busiest time, I think, in NBA Canada <laughs> history. Wow. I mean, um, uh, uh, we, we are both so grateful that you took this time to, to, to spend time talking with us and talking about butter chicken and like bullshit. <laughs> uh, and, and of course NBA um, but but uh, my last question to you is um, and, and I put some thought into this if you could give any NBA player a tour of India who would you choose and why oh that's a great question <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> almost put you on the spot there didn't you Pyle I didn't want to prep you for this at all <laughs> I know <laughs> Any player. Yeah. Hmm. My answer, by the way, is Boogie for obvious reasons, but I want you to tell me yours. You know what? I think it would be Amir Johnson because I feel like he'd really appreciate it. Amir Johnson? That's interesting. I um, know. He, he's a Boston. It's very random. It's very out of He's that Boston, he he was um, and, and and he had a Freudian slip the other day, but where he referred to the Raptors as our team. I remember I I read about he? that somewhere. I think I think when the Raptors were playing the Celtics, Amir Johnson referred to the Raptors as a mistake as our team or or, or as we, which was which was I think the, the Raptors fans were overjoyed when they heard that. <laughs> so so why uh, Amir? Can you tell us why and where, where you would take him? Hmm. I don't know where I'd take him. I, I mean, Taj Mahal is the only thing that comes to mind at the moment. I know that's really bad. It's like the first thing that just pops into my head. That's fine. But, the, Taj, uh, the Taj is beautiful. It is beautiful. It is. I uh, I think that he embrace it and, and just uh, just showcasing another world full of. full of talent that it's untapped in, in certain markets and just there's a plethora of people playing the game of basketball and just to showcase it from the Taj Mahal perspective I think that would be that would be an amazing experience actually him Steph Curry would be another guy who would also embrace that too that yep. I would take there yeah Steph that would uh, that would go everyone would go crazy if Steph Curry comes to India and and there'll be a lot and he he'd have to eat a lot of different curries just curry on curry to live up to his name. Curry on curry action. I would take him to Aman's chicken, of course, in Dodiana for for the best yeah. butter chicken on earth. Hashtag yeah. Aman's please you, sponsor you, us. You definitely think Aman's chicken sponsors this podcast <laughs> the moment I'm They need to sponsor us. I I, sh- I shout <laughs> them out every single episode. Come on, Aman's, you're getting free publicity here. Yeah. Anyways. Thank you, Pyle, again for for your time, for for uh, you know sharing your story with us and telling us all about that's happening at the All Star Weekend in Toronto. Uh, you're gonna be hyped up, and you're gonna get a lot of listeners of our podcast so hyped up for this event. 
So thank you again. Thank you guys so much. And it was just so great catching up with you guys and and talking about basketball and and India. And I need to make a trip back there so I can go to other other regions that I haven't been to yet. Please tell me where else I can go so I can watch the the talent that's out there and just put India on the map and hopefully one day the goal is to have an exhibition game there and I hope it happens. Yeah, I hope it does too. I hope it's the Kings versus the Raptors. It'd be great. Definitely be amazing. amazing. Thank you so much once again uh, for joining us. So I want to thank Pyle Doshi for joining us in this special All-Star Preview edition of Hoop Darshan. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And um, as I said, I hope you guys are as hyped about the event, which by the time this goes live should start in a few days. So I, I'm sure Toronto is going to put on a good show. And um, I'm sure Drake will find a way to upstate staying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're onto a lot of these like predictions. The games is gonna come out to dunk. Vince Carter is gonna come out to dunk. The the, the Vince Carter one, I, I, I'm I'm seriously I'm telling you, Vince Carter is gonna make a special appearance at this slam dunk contest. It's gonna be yeah, that it'd be great. It'd be great if he like throws back a dunk from from 15 years. I can't believe it's been 15 years, 16 years. It's crazy. Back. Yeah, we're old as shit. Yeah. As the as our uh, honorary Vince Carter fan slash future superstar for the Indian national team. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, so I guess that uh, brings us to the end of this episode of Hoop Dashing. Thank you once again to all our listeners and fans who keep tuning into our podcast and continue to listen to us talk about basketball and a lot of other random shit for like one hour every week. That's that's like serious lot amount of time listening to us so big shout out to all of you guys um, if you want to reach us on social media and all of the places on the internet you can find us at Hope Darshan uh, on a variety of platforms that's Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean and I'm sure I'm missing out something else but we're all over the internet you just have to look to Google and search Hope Darshan you'll find us we're, we're, we're everywhere we're like how all um, all celebrities are going to be in Toronto or not sure not yeah sure. I think that, except for Bieber except for Biebs yeah who's, yeah who's got his priorities all wrong <laughs> hey at least Priyanka Chopra is going to be there maybe so yeah that makes up for it doesn't it <laughs> which which is a great exclusive scoop we got from Payal by the way I don't oh. think that I don't think that news is out there so you you heard it first at Hoop Darshan yeah all Priyanka 60 Chopra. of you all <laughs> <laughs> Like Miss Quantico, aka Miss Fashion herself, is gonna be maybe in the, at the All Star Weekend. That's yeah, that's some glorious scoop there. So if, <laughs> if if you need some more breaking news, tune in again uh, next week. <laughs> we'll come up with some other random breaking news items like this. Uh, but until then, hashtag India Basketball. <laughs>